today I'm going to talk about a very different topic altogether. I just want you to listen and it's going to be very short. It's some more of like an advice. There is some call, there is a nature in a Christian that receive or have the Spirit of God that is down or that I call anticipating evil. Anticipating evil. Now, this nature comes, you know, as, you know, it tells us things. Our spirit brings to revelation things that are bound to happen. You know, things, no, no, I shouldn't say things that are bound to happen. Our spirit brings, you know, to our own consciousness things that should want to happen. Now, he gives us a choice, either to change it or to do something about it. You read the scripture, now let me take us down to Jesus. You see, before Jesus was arrested, he told his disciple, he said, and the time has come for the Son of Man to be betrayed. It's not as though, you know, God told him the time is right. No, he was anticipating evil. He knew the time was come because his spirit was telling him so. So it, it, it happened to Jesus. He anticipated it. And hence he told his disciples, he said, come on, let's go and pray. So he took them to the mount, and he, after he left the disciples, he went to Peter and John, and he, he took them in a little space, a stone, a stone straw, and he took them a follow, a follow, and then he told them to pray. And then he went further a little bit, and he prayed. The Bible says he prayed until the, the pores that comes out of him, you know, the sweat from his, his body began to flow down like blood. The reason he was praying was because his spirit anticipated it. He wanted to travel or go on a journey that is somehow long. And then before you even went on the journey, you start feeling as though there's going to be an accident on the road. And you know, you just keep quiet about it. And you go. And then if there is an accident and you survive it, you'll be like, God, why? What happened? I mean, I'm just coming from the church. I went to your program. Your spirit was actually telling you something that's going to happen for you to make a decree for something to change. But you didn't act in it. Never let the wrong ideology or a wrong mindset or a wrong picture or a wrong revelation that comes to you to go without changing it. You're giving them a go ahead. Whenever you feel something wrong that's going to happen, immediately reject it from you. Never give room for it to come to be. Just reject it immediately. Don't even let it slide. Reject it immediately. If somebody says something wrong to you, reject it immediately. Don't give room for it to slide. Don't even give room for it to be. You need to be conscious of things. Now, this is absolutely not important to what I'm saying now, but I'd like to give you a little bit of an example. Back when I was, you know, on the day that I was ordained, after the ordination service, you know, after the ordination, um, there was this pastor, he came, he's a friend of the president pastor of the church which I was ordained in. So he came, you know, as an invitee, you know, yeah, he came as an invitee, he came with his wife, you know, for to wish us well as a minister in the field he came so after the ordination he started hugging all the people who were ordained and he he was telling them when he hugged them he would say if i made it you will make it you know i was you know the 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 bishop that was ordaining us was not yet come to where i was i just raised my face and i looked at him and i'm like what sort of pronouncement is this it's not about you so when he came to me i couldn't reject you know his 
his gesture. So when he heard me and said, if I made it, you make it, I rejected it immediately. You know why? Because spiritually, or my spirit had already given me the consciousness that this is wrong. We wanted to do something. Or I wanted to do something. I just, you know, have this heads in the spirit as this thing, something wrong is going to happen. Don't even if it's, it comes as a joke. Don't let it slide. You need to you need to counsel it. Don't ever let them slide. If you let them slide, it means you're giving them a go ahead to be. The spirit always speaks to you. He always tells you things. If you wanted to do something, you're feeling uneasy about it. Suddenly you just have a feeling that something bad is going to happen. Reject it. Don't be afraid of it. Reject it. When you reject it, it cannot come. If rejecting it was not, you know, was not important or was not, you know, resourceful, Jesus wouldn't have prayed because he knew that praying would not have made the Father, you know, advert what was coming because that was the reason he came. He only prayed because he knows that praying will stop the wrong mindset that was coming. Never let the wrong idea come to you. Never let it come to you. Maybe you went to the hospital and then they wanted to run a little, you know, test on your blood. And immediately a mindset pops out. It says they will find this in your blood or they will find that in your blood. Or they wanted to do a scan about maybe you were pregnant and, you, you know, or something was wrong or you were having some ease and uneasiness inside of your body. And then you went to the hospital for the doctors to do a little bit of a test. And immediately you went inside of the hospital, you say, having this feeling that maybe, you, you know, there is something wrong with your womb or the child, maybe the child inside of you is dead. Reject it immediately. Never even give it a second. As it is coming, if it comes 10 times, reject it the 10 times it comes. And begin to pronounce that which is right. When you, listen, the word that made this world, made you. You were a product of the world. Hence the Bible says in the book of John chapter 1. He says they were made, you know, they were born not of the will of flesh. Not of the will of man. But of the will of God. So you were born of the word. You were a product of the word. The reason you are living is because you were a product of the word. And the word of God is what made you. So being a product of the word, you have the word as a seed inside of you. If you pronounce something, it comes into being. Listen, I tell people, you don't have to be a Christian to to decree it and it should come to pass. You don't have to be a Christian to do it. If you read the Bible in 10, when the Bible says in the book of Genesis, when God wanted to create man, he said, now let us make man in our image and likeness. How was God? The Bible says he was seen, let there be, and there was. He didn't say let us make Christians. So the original nature of man was to have dominion, was to have dominance. Your words need to, you know, your words need to have power. That is the, the image of who God is. His word was powerful. So your word is powerful. You don't have to be a Christian to pronounce something to come. Hence, I tell people, somebody pronounced wrong thing about you, reject it right in his face. Somebody say, you go die today. Immediately write the Atlantic. I know if it's die. You know why? Because the words are powerful. You know, you you somebody doesn't necessarily need to be a Christian to pronounce something for you to come and be. But when you become a Christian, 
Hence the Bible says, who is he that decreed a thing and it should come to pass? When the Lord God Almighty hasn't commanded it, it'll be so. Which means that if they decree it, be not a Christian, if they decree it, it will come to pass. Now God was saying, who is he that will do it now when the Lord hasn't commanded it to be so? And then after he was, you know, countering all of their commands, he now told you, he said to you, he says, now decree it and it shall come to pass. This was a command. He said, who is he that decreed it and it shall come to pass when the Lord God Almighty hasn't commanded it to be so? That was what he said. So we needed for him to command it to be so. And then he turned to you being a child of God and he said, decree it in and it should come to pass. Never let wrong mindset grow in you. If you are sick and you're feeling, you're, you're feeling this kind of sickness in your body and you're feeling like I'm going to die. You know, the, 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 the thoughts just come into your mind that you're going to die. Reject it immediately. Your spirit is pronouncing something to you. Whenever you have these ideas or these thoughts, it is your spirit pronouncing something to you about something that had happened in the realm of your spirit that is about to come forth. Now, for it to come forth, it needs, you know, it needs your authorization. And if you're quiet, it means you authorize it to be. But if you say against it, it means you are destroying its effect on you and pronouncing that which is right. Don't just reject it and say, I reject it, and you walk away. No, when you reject it, call in those ones that are good. And then, the, 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 the word of God is going to come into effect. Who is he that decreed it in and it should come to pass? Because God didn't decree it to be, didn't command it to be. Whatever, you know, ideas come into your mind cannot stand. And then when you are now decreeing, you are expressing the sovereignty of a power that God had given to you over the devil. The reason why the devil, be, you know, the, the reason why the devil deceived Eve for her to have taken the fruit was so he would, you know, take charge of the dominance which God had given a man. And these ideas are things he sell out. The things he sell out. And Paul was now looking to the people of Corinthians in the book of 2 Corinthians and now told them, Come. This is what I want you to do now. This is casting down imagination and every high thing that sets itself against the knowledge of God. Paul was telling the people they stand against the knowledge of God. The reason they come is against the knowledge of God. He says, cast them down. You are the one to bring them to obedience. So if you do not, if someone maybe you wanted to travel and you're feeling like there was going to be an accident and you're not going to survive it, and you keep quiet about it. Travel and see if there won't be an accident. There will be a very massive accident. And maybe every other person is going to survive it. You will die. Because the pronouncement had already been made. And you authorized it to be. And you authorized it to be. Some people would think that Jesus was too anointed. So God was telling him when he was supposed to die. No. God didn't tell him when he was supposed to die. He had this anticipation. He anticipated the evil. His spirit spoke to him that the time was close. He knew even before the time came too close. So he said, one of you, one of you here is going to, is going to, you know, is going to betray me. So now let us go down to Jerusalem. For the son of man to be, you know, betrayed in the hands of the Pharisees and the high priest. What was he doing? He was anticipating it. His spirit told him this was going to happen. And because he felt it in his spirit, he was uneasy in the spirit. He was uneasy in the spirit. 
Hence, he told the disciples, he said, the spirit is willing because he had brought forth these things which were supposed to be. But the flesh is weak because of fear. So I tell people, he silenced the unwillingness of the flesh and gave in to the willingness of the spirit. But that isn't what I'm talking about. I'm talking about anticipating it. If you're a child of God, the spirit, your spirit speaks to you. He tells you when something is about to go wrong. Sometimes it may, come, it, may, it may just come as a joke. Maybe you're doing something, you know, funny. Or you were just standing off a balcony on a high place. Or you were just walking. And then suddenly you have the feeling you're going to trip and fall off from the place. Reject it immediately. Don't even give it room. Reject it that instant. Tell that mindset, if it comes up in your mind, say to that mind. It, you don't even have to say it out. Just in your mind, say, I reject this in my life. I reject it in my way. I decree only thing that should come my way should be success. Tripping and falling off this place is not part of my plan. So I reject you from my part. I silence those voices. You're giving yourself hell to everything that the devil is going to come up with. There's the understanding of the things the word of God and made this be. Like I was telling us earlier, the reason why the devil had to deceive Eve to taking the fruit so her eyes can be opened is so he can take dominion over the power of God had given us. Have you ever wondered why? It was after they ate the fruit that Adam and Eve now saw that they were naked. Why didn't they see they were naked before? Because they were under, they were covered by the glory of God. God's glory was covering them. All part of their nakedness was covered by his glory. They couldn't see it because the glory was giving them a covering. Now when they came to have taken the fruit in disobedience, the glory departed. The glory departed. So the devil saw an opportunity to take it. He took that dominion. He took the dominion to decree. In the book of Genesis, the Bible says, God says, now let him have dominion over all of the beds of the air and all of the things that creep in the ground and everything inside of the sea. In fact, the Bible says, and let him have dominion over everything in the earth. So as long as the devil is on the earth, you have dominion over him because the earth is a place you're meant to be in dominance. It's not a place you're meant to be subdued in. It's a place you're meant to dominate. So he knew he could not, you know, had gotten the power that he'd won this authority. That he had won unless he, he had to come up with a corner of his own. So he went to Eve and he deceived her and taking the fruit being lusted around the fruit looked good. She took the fruit and she ate it. And then, you know, the glory departed. And then the devil stole the mandate, the authority to decree for things to be. When you speak a word, it is powerful. Yes, the Bible says, men shall give account of every idle words they say. Everyone. So there is nothing you say that is going to be, you know, as a joke. You turn and look to a child and you can't turn that we could fire you. Eh? You can't turn that we could fire you this morning. That kind of turn that they never invent that yet. You will give an account of it. Nothing is a joke. Be mindful of the words you speak and never let a wrong mindset come up in you and go down without settling it. Jesus wanted to settle it. The reason he prayed to the pores that came out of his body 
became to, you know, they became to be flowing as blood was because he wanted to change it. He wanted for a change. So he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. He prayed so much. And when he saw none was what coming, he went to his disciples and he told them, he said, pray, watch your prayer. At least he fell into temptation because he had already anticipated it in the spirit. So he had to tell the disciples when they, what wanted to come to be. You know, and the disciples were fully nonchalant about it. You know, they were like, Master, we'll pray. It's okay, we'll pray, we'll try, we'll pray. He prayed, and prayed, and prayed, and prayed. He went to the disciples and he said, The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went back and he prayed. What was he doing? He wanted a change. He wanted a change. Because whenever you anticipate evil, it's giving you a chance to change it. Hence the Bible says, Paul was talking to people. He said, he says, Christ learned obedience. He learned obedience. He didn't say he came to obedience. He said he learned it. He said, Christ learned obedience by the things which he suffered. Learned? Yes. He learned to be obedient by the things which he suffered. So he couldn't change it because it was expected to be. But for you, you can change it. It is not expected to be. Don't feel, you know, today if I drive out, I'm going to have an accident or somebody's going to bash my car. You just feel it. You immediately go into your car. The idea just came and you drove out. Maybe you drove successfully to where you were going. Coming back, look at what will happen. It is because you have already given an authorization to happen. It is going to happen. There is no two ways about it. It's going, it's bound to happen. So never let an idea like this end up just in your mind. Reject it. Thank you for listening. I remain evangelist Peter. God bless you.